and welcome to Sequel Pitch, a film podcast in which friends battle it out to win the affection of the host by pitching the best sequels to movies that don't already have them. This week I'm joined by the Sergeant Wells of the group, holding on to those wins like he's holding on to his guts, it's Matt Rushton. Uh, uh, fuck, leave me. Fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) And with him is a man whose sequels hope to give us the shits. It's Andy Henry. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. You rib. Thanks for that. (laughs) Unfortunately, Drew can't be with us this episode because he asked me to knock him out. And after calling me a pussy, I let him sleep. I let him, like, I left him sleeping upstairs with the dog. Wait. No! Oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, God. Well, there's no then. context to the knockout punch either. Just Drew told me to <laughs> yeah. knock him out. Didn't question it. Didn't hear him to hesitate. Just bam. Straight nope, in the just, nose. just straight away. Don't don't need to question it. What it's real fine. friends do. <laughs> yeah. If you want me to knock you out, it's fine. I'll come all the way oh, to cheers, where man. you live. That's probably Even though it's right far there. away. <laughs> this week, as you may have guessed from the title, we are pitching and reviewing the cult classic. Dog Soldiers from 2002, directed by Neil Marshall. Now, for those of you with extensive film knowledge, you may know that there was going to be a sequel called Dog Soldiers Fresh Meat, announced in 2004, but it faded away into obscurity. And in a recent interview, Neil Marshall said in the Blu-ray exclusive of Dog Soldiers, I think I can fairly safely say that there's never going to be a sequel now, as the rights to the franchise no longer belong to him. Oh. Until now. That's right. We got the rights to Dog Soldiers. Fuck yeah. And now we... (laughs) It only costs two pounds. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We just made a... We didn't, Neil. Neil, if you're listening, we did not. He became a Patreon subscriber and he just gave it to us for free. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we definitely couldn't afford that. (laughs) Now, in case you haven't seen the movie, we do a 60-second synopsis. So, here we go. During a routine nighttime training mission in the Scottish Highlands, a small squad of British soldiers, Cooper, Wells, Spoon and Kirkley, expected to rendezvous with a special ops unit, instead find a bloody massacre with a sole survivor, Ryan. The savage attackers, or dog soldiers of the special ops team, return and someone runs into a fucking bit of wood. (laughs) And the men are rescued by Megan, a zoologist who identifies what hunts them as werewolves. Without transport or communications, the group is forced to retreat to a farmhouse to wait to the full, well wait till the full moon disappears at dawn. But then it turns out the family that own the house are the werewolves, including Megan. Wow. Oh shit! Yeah. They have a massive fight. The whole house blows up with the tiniest bit of gas. And none but Cooper and the dog survives. Then during the credits, there is a headline that reads, Werewolves ate my squad, in a small column overshadowed by England beating Germany. It's not just a game. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That was a quick one. I just thought, yeah, well, not really much happens apart from they go to a house and there's Mm. dog soldiers. Yeah, basically. What do we think? Matt, let's go with you. (laughs) Um... You know, you can't help but love this movie for, like, a reason that you don't quite know. 
Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched it and I'm like, I oh like my this god, movie. this I don't is know so why. painful. It's so painful, but I really, really enjoy it, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What do you think, Andy? Do you agree? Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. For a movie that is basically they turn up and get hunted by werewolves, it's great. It's it does everything a a a big A blockbuster, big budget movie wants to do, but in a in a B movie. Yeah. And you have like nice, likable characters that they don't go too much into. You you just it, you just kind of instantly hate like every them. one of the fuckers. Nice easy plot. They're all knobheads. No, <laughs> no, they're yeah. all fine. You don't like. I don't hate them. <laughs> they're I'm all the be biggest like, yeah. cliches in our British army history. Like, no, they're like. Oh, we'll make the spec ops guy the dick, and <laughs> oh, we'll make the woman a zoologist who's actually a werewolf. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, and every yeah. one of the squad is just like like the biggest cliche, mm. even to the point. With their names and their personality traits. Oh, he likes football and he's yeah. loud. Oh, but that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the oh, point. Like, oh, the only thing you know about that guy. That's it. The only thing you know about that guy is he likes football, and that's all you'd kind of need to know. In this I movie. can't like and someone I don't know nothing about. <laughs> you you relate to him. You want England to win as well, don't you? <laughs> oh, no, I fucking hate England. <laughs> I tend to agree with Andy a little bit. Like, I think they, they do make the characters a little bit one-dimensional, but it seems to work. I don't know why. It's very on purpose. Like, they just go, boom, is is all the really little information you need. And yeah. Then, and then, because Coop, obviously Coop's the main guy with the, with the story and, and all that lot. But the side characters, you don't really need to know because you're pretty sure at least nine, you know, uh, how many are there? Four. You know, at least three of them are probably not going to make it. So I went on a massive journey with this film. So when I first watched it, when I first sat down to watch it, I was in Orlando. I was like sitting there. I was, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention and I didn't like it. But then after seeing it and during the last half of the film, I really started to get into it and got into the ridiculous nature. Now, Redi- like because I watched that yeah quite a while not a while ago but like about five days ago then I've had time to digest it and then doing the synopsis and stuff I was thinking I was like actually this is ridiculous but really funny like <laughs> yeah and they yeah there there is elements that I didn't like there some of the bits some of the performances are very like phoned in and feel like it's a rehearsal read but there are some bits that are really good and funny and stupid but <laughs> i think i was exp- i think i was thinking it was going to be like a proper serious horror but then realizing and reading and researching about it like i actually realized that it's 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 mixing genres a little bit like mm-hmm. neil marshall mixed the genres and then i understood i was like oh that's that's why he's like my guts Put, put my guts back in. You can't. You can't fit them. Come yeah. on, you. F- like all that stuff, and then him running. Like it's all. It's all tongue in cheek, and and it's still. And the creat and the creature effects are are great. They're are terrifying. Phenomenal. Like, like I think yeah. this is on that point. It's because it doesn't lean into comedy enough to become farcical, and it doesn't lean into horror enough to become too serious, and it doesn't really lean in, into action enough to feel like there's like quiet moments because a lot of times there is no action so a lot of times they're just in the kitchen like because it never really commits to a certain genre it actually works so much better because you're kind of always just that like i don't know what i'm watching like (laughs) is this meant to be a farcical comedy well i guess that makes it sound like it actually makes you sit wonder what you're watching but 
you do, but in a way that you're entertained and you don't stop watching. Like I was kind of sat there and I had my emails open and I ended up just closing everything and watching it. Pure, yeah. uh, pure enjoyment. Are you boys not watching the movie? Well, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. Things, but like, I've got other things to do in my life as well. And then, <laughs> because I've seen the movie enough times, like I've seen it before, mm. but I kind of like, I'm just going to remind myself of it. And then I end up just purely engrossed in it again. And it's yeah. certainly not Pertwee's performance. It's not Liam Cunningham <laughs> sat there as the <laughs> ultimate bad guy. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm loving every moment. Maybe it's the sheepdog. Maybe it's that beautiful dog that just keeps fucking up over time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's exactly it. I think the creature effects really drove it home. And it felt to me, like I said to Drew and I said to you guys on our whatsapp group it felt like the british predator Mm -hmm. like it felt like a british version of the predator like you've got a squad of people trying to take on yeah it's multiple dog soldiers but this unbeatable thing and they get picked off one by one and i think they really like once i once i thought that once i said that out on the group i was like actually yeah that is it it is like a british predator on a lower Mm -hmm. budget and once I got that, I was like, oh, this is actually quite fun. And I probably would rewatch it now with that in my mind and, and think yeah. it's silly. There are, <laughs> like, do they need the beginning scene where he's oh. got to shoot a dog? Like, well, I don't the thing think... is, I think what's interesting when you boys are saying, like, it's going between genres and stuff like the very first scene is like the camp is the camping trope to uh, a couple camping and something's just about to get yeah, frisky yeah, and yeah. then they get attacked by this mystery beast. And that's a little, a little funny, a little serious, a little, you know, it's, it's definitely saying like, don't take this movie seriously. And then the ne- the exact, the, the next scene is Coop running away from his troop and then being told to shoot a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So you get this, you kind of like get into the movie, go like, oh, it's, it's cheesy, but it's trying to take itself obviously a little bit serious. And oh, like this, they're trying to maybe make the scare serious. And then yeah, yeah you, you get kicked in the balls of this next scene where you're just like, oh shit. And yeah, yeah. I love it how he does that. I like how that scene is literally like, I'm establishing that I am evil and I am an asshole. Also pointless. Because yeah. he says, he, he was like, you're not gonna, I'm not going to shoot the dog. And then the guy's like, right, you're not going to be on my team. The team that I only are ma- I'm, I'm only making to make bait for the werewolves. Isn't that right? <laughs> so why does it matter if Coop shoots the dog? <laughs> no, the uh, I thought the other team were the... The the web. I, 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 it, it, I don't it, know. There's so many. There's so many. Bits I swear he was so he was doing a baits. team to get them to be bait, basically, so or to take. The, well, not to be bait. To to, 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 take, to take down the werewolves, but also, uh, I guess. I think he, he wanted to have a crack. People like to capture mm. the the werewolves, and he was, and then event he realized that that Cooper was shit. So then he just put him to the bait um, people. Because uh, they were going to use these spec ops Beta to like squad. fucking capture Aye. the yeah. Aye. Aye. But yeah, I like. I didn't know if I needed that scene at the beginning. I mean, I guess it sets up the fact that he's the evil guy and that they're they're bait in the next mission. What are your other fun moments in the movie? Like, what do you like? There's some great. Oh, the, I mean, the knockout punch is amazing when. <laughs> He's already pissed and his guts are everywhere. So he gets he gets sliced open by werewolves and his guts are everywhere. They t- uh, <laughs> wells 
and they take him into a house when then they get the werewolves attacking. And then, yeah, the dog either bites his guts and has a tug of war of his guts <laughs> or the bandage. But the oh, ba- it's if the it's bandage, a bandage, yeah, yeah. okay, because it's covered in blood, obviously. Yeah. And obviously, like, Wells is going, you fucking dog, get the fuck off me, all that <laughs> yeah. lot. And I'm like, is this actually his intestines? Is this gone a little bit too far? intestines is being pulled out. <laughs> That's what I want to believe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it does kind of maybe, maybe look a little bit back bandages, but also it could just be intestines stretching. Which yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. my God, how is he still alive? Just with... now, and now that's all I want it to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> in that punching scene, apparently he mm. was, he actually, in the second punch, I think he actually punches him. Ooh. Like he misses, the, he, ju- he misjudges the punch and actually yeah. punches Sean Pe- Pertwee. And, but Sean Pertwee didn't feel it because he was actually drunk. <laughs> like he was actually. Was pissed. it actually real booze? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. That, I was going to say, that's pretty good, like drunk acting because he's just so out there yeah it's like obviously when you're drunk you've got no filter and i'm just like he has no idea what you say and he's just fucking love you i love you and he's <laughs> over there and he's looking there and that's quite fun that's quite funny knowing that he's drunk during that it didn't feel like a movie mm. script do you know what i mean like it mm. felt quite natural the script like the bit that bit like when he's telling him to punch him and he's just going i fucking love you you fucking you fucking punch me you cunt yeah and like and when he's about to sacrifice himself and um light the thing but then doesn't light it um he's like running around and like he's suffering with his injury and then he's like falling on the floor a little bit turning then turning around then Mm. sitting against the thing like it didn't seem very like clear direction do you know what i mean like they kind of gave the actors like whatever they wanted to just do really which kind of works for me like i'm like oh Mm. like yeah i guess yeah i can imagine this in a scene like this probably or movies like army shooty movies where you they, the director will just be like you know what the scene's about and the motivation you have and where the scene needs to end yeah just basically get us there because yeah it'd be so hard to keep all that emotion and tension and all that lot and still act and get the lines like right just go and say like go in there and just defend yourself against, were- against werewolves with unlimited yeah. ammo it they count like. down Even they're like, <laughs> yeah. serve oh, your 60. Ammo. they fire off yeah. at least 30 rounds and they're like 48 like, <laughs> through like uh, one post what? box it goes through like <laughs> yeah, six yeah. mags someone's got a secret yeah. stash I love that. Yeah. It's like conserve That's your a, um, conserve your ammo, boys. Yeah. And then he puts his gun in the fucking letterbox. <laughs> like, there's a bit where um, the werewolves put their fingers <laughs> the through hammer. the letterbox, and I think it's Spoonie's like boarding up something. Yeah, and then just hits him with a hammer a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. hilarious. I, I love that. Yeah. What's your favorite deaths? I think uh, the again, this adds to like there's quite a lot of gore in there, and the the horror element is definitely amplified mm. at moments. Like when. When he pulls up the car to the entrance and you can hear the breathing. And then it's just like That's it. You're in the That's, back with yeah. me, aren't you? And I mean, yeah, admittedly yeah, when he's like yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. let's have it in, or whatever he says and he jumps in like he could have just gone yeah. out the door. Um but I think that Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did think that, that as well. That's I was a just pretty like cool like a hero death. But then just before it when he's in the barn yeah. and he finds his squad mate and he's still alive. And he's just sat there lying with the That's with the wolf's head say on that his one. with oh. the wolf's claw on his head, and he's just like yeah, <laughs> attached by a little bit of like out muscle. the throat, with, yeah. like bites his throat out in the blood spray. Oh. Like that's the point. Where I was like, oh god, oh, 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 that was a bit. That was that was heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think that's probably my favorite one as well. Like, apart from that, I just kind of I think if I remember right, just a lot of slash him and gash him and or deaths off screen. 
Like my favorite death would probably be spoons just for the for the line. <laughs> I like, yeah. give you shit, shit, shit stuff you like that. Whip. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, I think I'm trying to think of other deaths, but I think basically it was just. Well, that. you've got the that guy in the car so... who's like, "Come and have a like." He's like, "Come on, there you in. go." What's, yeah, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. woman's name? Margaret. Um, Megan. I mean, um, I guess her Megan. death's kind of Megan, fun. <laughs> the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, she's Megan. just turned, he's like. Pfft. Just like ah, oh, shot in the head. <laughs> yeah. So she's trying to. She's trying oh, to. Oh, this family, this would have been my funniest moment. Like when she starts explaining why she yeah. decides no longer to try and escape the. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that turn? What a heel turn that is! Like, yeah. oh, I really wanted yeah. you to save me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You I were don't... saving me, and I just changed my mind. I was just like, what? Yeah. What? What's your motivation for this? Can Why did you just unlock the door when you've been so on their side? Or were you never on their side? I don't get it. I yeah. don't understand your motivations, Megan. Well, yeah, I just think I think she's trying to leave, but for some reason she can't. Like, I don't know if you actually like physically can't drive away because of the werewolf spell or something. But or oh, just a plot hole. But then I think she's trying to because she says she didn't want. Mm. She wants to leave the family and she doesn't want to be one. I think. So I think that she was she was genuinely trying to help them until uh, the full moon. Oh, at but the why end, did she, she make them turn. send the car into the but barn where they, like, when well, she knew they weren't in there and things? Uh, that's what I mean. Like it's like oh, was, uh, that might that be the, oh, letting the the dogs. I think she confused I don't know, I, me. I, I, Her very honestly, presence confused me. Yeah, yeah, I think me. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so good. You don't know her motivation. That is so inception. Yeah. What do you think of the end line of? Uh, oh, you think of it's it? all over. Yeah, it is now brilliant. It, is now. Man. I got, I, it made me think of one for the end of my pitch. Um, <laughs> Great, I, completely Don't wrong. It. Waste of time. Yeah. I think it like, like I think even the wolf comes towards him, and then he he holds the gun up, and then we have a different static shot. Yeah, and we think it's all over. Zoom in. It is now. <laughs> so it, it ruins the timing. It ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. but it wouldn't change. It. Absolutely wouldn't change it. <laughs> Completely takes you out of the moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if people go in making wanting to make B movies, or they just do. Obviously, they go in with a, with a certain budget and just you know, I'll make the best I can. But it's yeah. definitely up with up there in terms of B movies, and not in a like uh, disrespectful. Do you know way. what? It's... I'd love to have watched it with all of you, like live. Yeah. That would have been mm-hmm. good, like with some beer and stuff. Mm. Um, like I can imagine the reaction of us all when the guy runs into the branch. Oh and my skews god! Himself, yeah, like, it reminded really me. Good. Reminded me of Halloween. Yeah, when the girl, uh, yeah, or the woman, get, yeah. So, because I was thinking, I was like, okay, to be fair, if you're running away in the woods, you would be kind of obviously most of the time looking forward. But I think for obviously effect, he's turning. Well, his whole body I've never seen a branch stick out yeah. at ninety but, degrees at my chest height before, though. Like I think that's where <laughs> like, clearly this is wild, yeah. wild woods of. Uh, of Scotland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just goes yeah. through. Well, my you're legs. taller than most trees, anyway. So, <laughs> and he must have been going pretty fast to have skewered him all the way through. And oh like, yeah, it goes like halfway through the branch. Yeah, yeah. it's like, not like it, like yeah, it's not like it just went into like broke his like oh. his chest plate and then yeah. he just stopped. He just kept going. Splits his ribs. He should have looked. He should have like. looked behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should have looked behind him and his heart was at the bottom like the base of yeah, the, the, the branch it's, yeah, yeah it's the kind of movie I'd um, love to watch for the first right. time as an adult right I, I will never get the the ability yeah. to watch this movie for the first time again and that now makes me a bit sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
All right. I, th- I think, you know, we've talked mm. about it quite in- extensively. Let's go around and see what we all thought. Final thoughts, you know, um, Matt. Um, yeah, I, we've laughed a lot about it. It's 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 a proper gender bender. Uh, gender bender? It's not a gender bender. It's a proper genre bender. <laughs> genre. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, listeners. Um, but yeah, it, you just can't help but watch it in... It's. I can't tell you why, but I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, so for that reason, I am gonna give it four for no reason non lighting matches out of five. <laughs> like, why don't those matches nice. light? There's no reason whatsoever. We've not told that they're wet. We're not told he's, anything. He's too scared. Bullshit. You know, that matches detention. But safety matches aren't <laughs> impossible to light matches. All right, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, four out of five. Yeah, okay, yeah, four out unless of he, five. Unless he's breathing really heavily on it by mistake, he's just like. <gasps> so every time he lights it, he just puts it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Andy. Yeah, it's one of the best B movies around. It's got the the right amount of cheese, the right amount of humor, the right amount of horror at the certain times. It's woven together, all 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 nice together. You got the great cheesy lines. There's a character called Spoon, and I don't know if they had it just so at the end when he dies and someone goes, where's Spoon? Someone can turn around and go, there is no Spoon. <laughs> um, it's like, there's a couple of lines like that. And um, uh, Oh, there's a bit where um, um, they, uh, I think it's a werewolf or something, he's got a sword and he's pushing it down Cooper's, like, yeah, that was... to, uh, shove it in yeah, Cooper's yeah. mouth. He's holding it with his teeth, and you hear the screeching. There's like certain points like that where you're literally like, and the and like the the Matt, the death Matt was talking about you. Well, you you are genuinely like, oh damn. Yeah. And then sometimes where you're just laughing so much, yeah, that, the knockout, and then you know, I don't know if you think he's gonna uh, wake up, but he does. And he goes, you fucking pussy, like yeah, give me yeah. a proper knockout, and then he does. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it four werewolves using shotguns because at one point a werewolf steals <laughs> yeah, a shotgun back. and then uses it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm. I went on a journey with this movie, which is what you know it sh- it, sh- it should do. You know, when you actually watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you actually watched it, uh, I agree with all what you said. It's very much a genre bending uh, film where it doesn't specifically stick on anything, but it sort of works when you understand that it's not taking itself too seriously in every in each of the genres and once you've done that you have a lot of fun with it and for that reason i'm going to give it four letter openers i think it's a letter opener to the yeah, chest yeah yeah out of five <clears throat> or you know four explosive houses with a tiny <laughs> bit of gas or four glue uh, your insides back inside your body <laughs> out of fives and yeah. not suffer from fucking blood loss shock. He's, he's turning uh, werewolf. Oh he's turning werewolf you know, an hour and a half him. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I give it four out of five. So yeah, there we... What's wait. that? Do you guys... Wait, what? That noise? Wait, let me just look at... I'm just going to open my window. Hold on. Guys, it's a full moon. Hello, everyone. I am a werewolf now. It's lovely to be 
joining you from outside Ross's window to say that I love this movie. I have many, many, many fond memories of it, primarily because my brother was an army cadet and subsequently became a soldier. And there is an entire generation of men who may have now left, but have been in the British Army for the last 20 odd years, whose entire persona as soldiers was crafted by this movie. I think it's so funny. I think it's really fun. It's exactly the level of horror that I can actually stomach. And I love the character relationships. I love the banter. I love the creature design. It's everything about this movie just works for me. Standout moment being Sean Pertwee as Sergeant Harry Wells giving his Quint from Jaws speech about Eddie Oswald and the landmine and being interrupted by a a flying fucking cow which falls into the middle of the campfire I think it's a great movie I think that if you've got any interest in horror comedy or werewolves it's got to be on your list it's 4.25 flying fucking cows out of 5 oh oh god I'm going to shut my window and close my curtains and never look outside again. Please don't look outside there, again. It looked like there was like something outside that was really hairy but had the face of Drew. And and I, I definitely thought it was Drew because I looked at its penis and it was so small. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was that Drew, has the most but I couldn't be sure. Did it? did it have the most peachy <laughs> derriere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I've oh, closed God. the window now. Oof. So thank you, Drew, for your review. You gave it four point two five, which mm. means Matt, what does that what does that mean in terms of our? So that puts um, us on a very very healthy uh, movie average score of four point zero six, an absolute recommendation from the four of us. Puts us level oh, nice. with I Am Legend. Just shy of Thor, yeah. Love and Thunder, and oh, wow. obviously way under Inception, because nothing's ever going to beat Inception, apparently, because I wasn't allowed to give my score on it. <laughs> yeah, <it's> good, good. <laughs> but yes, massive recommendation. Uh, Congratulations to everyone involved. Yeah, and I forgot to say, it's one of Drew's favourite films. He loves this movie. <clears throat> I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. So outside, he's like, mm. yeah, he, that's why. He, oh my god, he is a dog soldier. Damn. Ah. Um, <laughs> I'll walk soon then. So I think it's time to get your sequels pitched. Yeah. So the rules are normal. If there is, a, there isn't any rules really when we do this. So I always say the rules are simple. No. Um, it's only when we start losing, <laughs> then we do we introduce. Yeah. No, you can't yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, you can't bring that in. No, 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 no. So yeah, so you have the floor to win me over. Um, we're going to do the pitches, and then you're going to argue to see who will win. It's a head-to-head this time. Mm. Dog soldier versus dog soldier, or Pertwee versus dog. Coming up, just just a little dog. <laughs> Pertwee doesn't dog. get a human to fight. <laughs> It's a sheep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go with Andy's first because I know Matthew's a bit off-piste apparently. So I want to say that to last. So Andy, what is your title? My title for you today, one of four possible titles. I've got (laughs) Dog Soldiers 2, Diamond in the Rough. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Yeah, prepare. 
Dog Soldiers 2, Bon Appetit. <laughs> Dog Soldiers 2, here boy, come in, come on. <laughs> How would that look on a poster? Like, here boy, come on, whistles. <laughs> in brackets, um, whistle, whistle. Yeah. It's here boy, whistle, come here. <laughs> and they say you got to say it to the uh, ticket operator. You got to go two tickets for uh, Dog Soldiers. Here, boy. Come yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Dog Soldiers Two Unleashed. Nice, clever. Nice, like a. Oh, ah, that's see, good. That's see. a good title. So failing to convince the world that werewolves exist, Coop has neglected his family. Uh, Coop and his neglected family go on holiday to reconnect, but it seems Coop just can't seem to escape his past. Oh, <laughs> damn werewolves! <laughs> Back again. Right, so we start a few weeks after the first film, and Cooper's doing the TV rounds, um, trying to convince everyone the truth about werewolves, uh, but no one believes him, and soon he's a laughing stock, and you know, we see maybe memes popping up on screen and stuff. <laughs> Uh, and then over the next 20 years, we have a great montage of Coop becoming a recluse, living off an army, keep your mouth shut, pay off, uh, and focuses on nothing but trying to find out clues and the truth and stuff. Uh, we meet his wife called Linda, who uh, we have a bit of exposition, and she was his, like, tour manager or interview manager and that's how they met and, and f fell in love mm -hmm. uh, we meet his kids and they're on their last straw they're, th they're threatening to leave Coop he doesn't give up this shit and forget about werewolves so he finally goes alright alright Linda I'll, I'll, I'll do it I'll, I'll leave it all behind and then Linda suggests going to a family Welsh holiday retreat to have a fresh start uh, the, treat, uh, the retreat has five cottages so Coop and the audience meets all the new likeable characters and Larry the person running the retreat over a campfire that night, the group share ghost stories, and Goop tells his uh, Coop tells his story, but his PTSD causes him to freak out, and he reveals the story is real, but people think he's still joking, and they talk about other legends like Bigfoot. Uh, he reveals that he took a heart from the male alpha uh, wolf from the first film as proof, but still no one believes him. Uh, that night, a couple heads down to the lake for some skinny dipping, <laughs> uh, and then suddenly there's a scream, uh, and we see Coop rush out, uh, and one of the couple, one of the uh, couple, or one of the people has a massive, a massive wound across their, uh, I guess their, across their body. Uh, Coop, recognizing the wound, starts to panic, but Larry comes out, and he's just like, "Oh no, you know what? It looks like an alligator wound. They must be nesting here. It, you know, our bad. Sorry about that." But Coop's like, "You know what? I think something's going on here. And suspicion." starts to build right mm -hmm. um and then over the next night there's more deaths and people start to realize coop's right and something's going on and the werewolves are back uh coop walks in to find his cabin has been ransacked and he realizes someone has been after the wolf uh, the wolf heart but they didn't get it because he hit it well um and this is where larry then reveals for some reason that he's a werewolf and he's set up the retreat for were werewolves who want to turn their spouses uh, and then Coop turns to Linda and she's like, mm-hmm, I'm a werewolf. And she tried to steal the wolf heart uh, because she needs it for something that will happen in the third film. Uh, that'll come out in the script. <laughs> so, uh, there's a fight, but Coop manages to scare all the werewolves away or they just run away, basically. Uh, and he tells the humans that are left, um, the werewolves will be back tonight and they must prepare for war. Uh, and then act three is big, full, uh, scary fights as lovers try to turn their spouses into werewolves. And if they don't agree, then they kill them. Uh, Coop fights and kills his werewolf kids because I know you love that Ross <laughs> and then fights his wife uh, and finds out the werewolf experiment originated in the English government who are all werewolves uh, by Linda's scientist mother uh, and then maybe with some exposition about the, uh, the family in Scotland or something actually were maybe like innocent in all this and they try to run away I don't know we'll leave it up to the script writer but over the years, the government have perfected the wolf gene experiment and they sent werewolves to Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales to turn everyone werewolf so England can take over the world. Yeah! Brexit! <laughs> 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 Linda, 
Linda tries to, uh, Linda eventually bites Coop, uh, but she starts to die. Ah, and Coop reveals that when he was in hospital after the first film, uh, surgeons used silver titanium alloys in surgery, uh, and the silver is actually keeping the wolf uh, DNA at bay. Maybe he turns, maybe he can control it, maybe we, you know, maybe he's Jack now when he's super fast, you know. But basically, he's got the DNA. He's, he's the million dollar man, basically, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but slightly more hairy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Coop then kills Linda uh, and kills any, uh, any werewolves that are standing. Then he vows to end werewolves once and for all. He looks towards the English Parliament on the horizon and says, the House of Commons is about to become the House of Pain. And we cut to black and then credits. I love it. I love, <laughs> okay. I love that they've managed to travel yeah. in one night. In fact, no, I didn't even hear them travel. <laughs> They're in Wales and they can see the Houses of Parliament on the horizon. <laughs> It's I also night that. as well, when you can I see the parliament. That. Yeah, it's like lit up. It's lit up as it normally would be. And he's like, "I see you, motherfuckers." He uses a werewolf vision that walks. can somehow yeah. zoom miles yeah, and miles yeah. and miles. <laughs> <laughs> so a few things that I picked up. Not really questions, just things that I uh, <clears> like <throat> because, uh, yeah, uh, a twenty minute, a twenty year montage. Uh, I I really like that. <laughs> A 20-year montage. <laughs> How long is that going to play in the film? Probably about 20, 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> 20, a, a, a minute a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But basically, a lot of the time, uh, he's just kind of like looking through books. <laughs> so it's just him growing a beard. The radio times I really Christmas. love... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife coming in, he's like, now nah, fuck off. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Neglecting his I kids. I really like... Uh, Larry is a lovely Welsh mm. name. Um, thank you that you've got there. That was good. Um, also, <laughs> alligators are in Wales as well. So, the alligator whales. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you don't know Welsh alligators. Know alligators in Wales? Uh, they might do. I don't know. Um, also, so give me. So Linda is a werewolf and has been a werewolf yes. for ages. Yeah. Yes. And yes. has always tried to steal the heart of. Has wanted to steal this. No, heart. she 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 didn't know. Oh, okay, she didn't know until, until so tonight. she just happened to be a werewolf that went out with this guy. Mm-hmm. Did he? Uh, d- did he ever tell? Did she ever tell Cooper about mm. the fact that he knew about werewolves? Because she must have seen the newspapers and stuff, right? <laughs> you, you asked for a picture. I give you a fucking picture. I just asked her. Anything. I just wondered. That's all. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, I, 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 she doesn't. She, she's just teasing. She likes his smell, so she doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. She's right. just like, like, oh, I'll keep, what I'll does, keep, I'll keep. What does she and do so when it's Larry is quoting Megan La- that time of the month every month? Meaning when is when it's a full moon? Yeah. What does she do for three mm. nights? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For twenty uh, years. Anyway, this could be in the argument. You can, you can, you can oh, do yeah, this sorry. in the argument. Well, that's how that's how he does it. That's how he doesn't know because he's neglected her for twenty years. He doesn't realize she could be in the background being a werewolf, and he wouldn't. Know. <laughs> also, Larry, just to uh, get the story right, he's created mm. a retreat to to turn the spouses the sp- into werewolves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she wants. He's a nice. To- he's a he's a nice guy, and she's just like, I want to turn you, and I don't want to, you know attack you i want i want this to be a nice thing so i'm going to take you away so there's a nice retreat where we're supposed to do this and he's like fuck no okay i'm gonna kill you <laughs> all right okay thank you andy thank you i'm Welcome. sure matt is writing down i'll hold for a pause <laughs> like dog <sighs> yeah uh, good that was a good one good uh, good good one 
Uh, that's probably the worst <laughs> one. Yeah. Reverting back to his notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take that one off. Take that one off. That right. <laughs> um, I'm sure Matt has got some things to Well, I, to I thought mine about. was the off-piste um, one, but uh, hey-ho, British government <laughs> and all sorts. <laughs> Fuck, how am I going to compete with that? Yeah. um okay matt what's yours and your little okay yeah indeed so my title is dog soldiers howling commandos yeah britain has fallen under like and control (laughs) and it will take the intervention of an unlikely company to return safety to the humans so the movie opens with news reports from around the world of the lichen capital linden we see the lichens rise and their secret, basically like that they've been hiding their secret beast form. Then there's more and more of them. So they just reveal themselves. They kill the humans. They take over. Uh, loads of humans volunteer to join the ranks. The military's abolished, things like that. Uh, there's a few pockets of human resistance fighting, but we don't really know much about them. Uh, it's despair. Let's say it's been a 20-year lichen montage in a news report. Um, then we cue the opening credits <laughs> from there we've got a scene in the woods you can't see anyone yet and we hear in, American, like, a gruff American voice captain and then we see the back of this dashing blonde haired giant of a man whose muscles are gleaming in the sunset and of course he turns out and it's Chris Evans he's there with a ragtag bunch <laughs> of US troops loitering around they're clearly a mismatched unit and they discuss their next mission it's Operation Wolfsbane. They're in the woods of an unknown, unknown location. They go hunting. What are they hunting? Turns out it's just done in a training movie, like montage, just like the first movie. Uh, they're hunting Wolf Squad, which is another US troop unit. Uh, the problem is, though, Wolf Squad are quite good and these guys are shit and they can't work well as a team together. They get ambushed and they're marked as KIA. Uh, basically, just Act 1 is all about showing how shit this team are working together. Captain is in fact a joke term for Chris Evans' character um, because he thinks he's in charge. He's probably a bit of a prep boy and no one listens to him. There's seven in this unit in total. There's Chris Evans' as captain. There's Boots, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Bag and Tag, a double act for The Rock and Chris and Kevin Hart. There's <laughs> Tails, played by Anna Kendrick. And she's the one, of course, obviously nice. being quite dainty. She doesn't look like she fits, but in fact she's a nutter. Sniff, played by Evan Peters, who's a very twitchy character. A Mute, played by Simu Liu, who doesn't necessarily speak, although obviously using that trope there, of course he can speak and fully understands English later, uh, and he just can't believe that this is the squad he's stuck with. The basic premise, this bunch of assholes gets sent to Britain to purge the Lycan numbers, armed with a bunch of new age tech weaponry. We're talking like Gauss rifles, laser rifles... Any basically anything you can get in the game XCOM that you research, they're equipped with that. But <laughs> it's not alien tech. This is just Elon Musk. Elon Musk is now in charge of the weapons division yeah. of America or something. It's science. Uh, so they do a load of killing during the nights when they're in the U- in England, uh, <laughs> and they're killing all the the lichens because they can obviously spot them because it's a full moon. Um, but then they have to hide out in the day because they don't know which humans are werewolves. Obviously, most of them are probably werewolves, uh, and it's hard to know which are which. Um, 
All the while, obviously, there's reports getting back to Werewolf HQ, to Linden, that uh, there's a unit out there massacring werewolves, and they start to go to hunt them. Uh, there's always battling for leadership within the human, within the squaddy team. Uh, we're seeing constantly all these character flaws that are shown throughout. But, of course, there's that glimmer that perhaps during the tent system moments there might be a unit forming. Nah, it's just Captain and Tails. They start having feelings for each other. That could come back to bite them later, eh? Eh? The unit believe they've met a resistance pocket one day who managed to make radio contact. However, it's an ambush by the lichens in their human form. Sniff snuffs it, eh? Saving Mute. Turns out he's quite a nice guy. Mute speaks for his fondness of Sniff and everyone loses their shit that he can speak and actually understands English. They've all been dicks the whole time. He calls them fucktards and he walks off. Mute then goes and gets bitten by something on the ankle. We don't quite know what. Can't see if it was a wolf or not. Um, but he heads back to the group having a pee, having a cigarette, whatever, using tropes. Um, and they go back to their established base. Of course, the bite on mute is some, like, tracker toxin that the wolves have now got. And then at sundown, they get attacked by the werewolves. Bag and tag die in the most awesome double-acty way. However, of course, if they'd listened to Captain's orders, they would have survived, that kind of thing. Uh, the rest just about escape. Uh, and they fortuitously meet some actual human resistance somehow. Who knows? Um, they learn of the stray pack of lichens as well who just want to be helping out the humans. The Howling Commandos. And of course, they're then introduced. Kicked Harrington is there. He's the leader of the Howling Commandos with his second in command, his wife, Amelia Clark, by his side. No reference at all to any of the popular TV series <laughs> that had them as weird <laughs> lover relations. Um, anyway, we insert the epic boss battle scene with the remaining four and the Howling Commandos <laughs> taking on the Lycan bosses. Mute dies, saving one of the resistance Lycans. He makes a comment that he prefers them to his unit. Boots sacrifices herself for Tails, knowing that her and Tails and Captain have got this love thing. Of course, then Tails goes into a blood rage and she's just killing Lycans everywhere. Da, 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 da. And she nearly kills Captain in a blind rage, but Captain manages to talk her down with love words. They kiss in the middle of the heat of battle. It's that proper like slow motion. Everything's going on around <laughs> them, but they're just in their moment. It's beautiful. It's tropey as hell. It's there. They survive. The Howling Commandos claim to be the new Lycan leaders and they choose to live in harmony with the humans and they're determined to set out new laws and diplomacy with the group they've been living close to and they become the new government. Yes, there are a lot of references to cliche action tropes and classic action movies. This is a proper mashup action comedy and you will vote for this one, Ross, the end. <laughs> uh, okay. I have a question. So, Shoot. so it's called the Howling Commandos, but yeah. they only come in it like right near the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, like no, it's halfway throughout too. There's obviously a lot more there. I've just given you the premise of what. Oh happens. yeah, the script. Yeah, they no, have you're to not plan it script, all out. Yeah. yeah, I just give you the pitch, not the script. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Andy, for not using my line. I know you yeah. attempted at least three times <laughs> in yours. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Okay, uh, and Kit Harrington's the sort of bad guy, the like the bad guy. Oh no, Kit Harrington's the leader of the Howling Commandos Resistance. Oh, Lycans. the Resistance. Yes, sorry, the good my guys. Bad. Yes, the good guys. Um, okay, and do you, there's not much. Again, do you see 
obviously with your if you were intending this to be a sequel would you mm-hmm. have enough character stuff there with all the other massive stars that you've got in it like hell you know, yes this yeah. is all about <laughs> dysfunctional you know imagine suicide squad the good one like all that dysfunctional relationship stuff. They're probably like ex-cons rather than like actual US Army unit because, you know, they're like experimental weapons division. We'll use a quote from the first movie. Um, yeah, so it, they're kind of ragtag. They're not meant to be overly liked like in the first movie. Certainly not trying to establish any real fondness for any of them. Maybe Simu Liu um, because he gets treated like shit. Uh, maybe Tails we're, we're digging for because she's tiny and she's Anna Kendrick and who doesn't love Anna Kendrick? Um, so yeah, there's some... And just to reference the Howling Commandos thing, of course, the joke is that it's Chris Evans, Captain America and his Howling Commandos bunch of misfits. That's what everyone thinks. They're the Howling Commandos, of course, from Marvel referencing. I'm trying to be really clever with some shit that I've thrown in here. That captain thing can only fall uh, at the beginning yeah, you, if you, you understand the reference. On the, on the poster. <laughs> okay, so jump quick to voice captain. A gruff American voice comes out. We see the back of a dashing giant of a man who's in red, white, and blue with the butt of America. The ass of America <laughs> is there. No helmet. It is. It's Chris Evans, Captain America of the Howling Commandos. But he's not the Howling Commandos. There you go. That's how I spell uh, it. Okay. Um, and lastly, um, from hearing it, it sounds very similar to Predator, the the literal movie that we did just like <laughs> two episodes ago with the ragtag bunch of assholes. Uh, how would you make it a little bit different? Because it's British. And we meet not resist- we not meet some British American faction. We get the British resistance faction. It's set in Britain. It's lichens, not predators. So it's wolves. So they're a lot hairier. Um, <laughs> you know, like I've made a point. My point at the end is yes, there's a lot of references, cliche action tropes in classic action movies. This is a proper like. I'm just going to pull favor from all those amazing films, homage them. Like say it's not. I was more thinking Suicide Squad for my, uh, for my tropey awkward yeah, team. Fine. But yeah, I get it. It it's meant to. This is meant to be more on the comedy side of things. This is meant to not take itself seriously at all. Um, it's also just pulling on, and like Planet Hollywood are involved. Sylvester Stallone's in there somewhere. Maybe he's one of like the leaders. The evil guys like fuck it this is just like if i could make up a movie that is as fucking batshit crazy as i want it to be this is what i'd want it to be <laughs> i like it you've All got right. to appeal to the um, u.s if you want to make money you've got to get the u.s audience watching you're not going to get that with dog soldiers <laughs> this is true get stallone in there i like you i like you're saying like get stallone in there anyway like he's holding like boom you see him in a director's chair in a really terrible <laughs> audio video cut <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to argue to win me over. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. feel free to go at it and talk amongst yourselves. Argue, go. Well, Ross, I mean, you, you you've picked Matt apart fairly well already. It's just a cheap a cheap predator knockoff. <laughs> With all American actors, you know, there's no English in there. You know, it's it's, it's set in England, um, and unlike mine. Matt's gone purely 
his side characters, are, or you can see, are purely just like celebrities, their names. You're not going to care about them, but my side characters, like the first one, will just have little glimpses of, oh, I like this guy, and this, this guy's cool, and stuff like that. He's gone purely for rock, The Rock and, and Kevin Hart, who I totally love <laughs> as Bag and Tag. But you've you got good names. To be fair, you've got good names, but no actual like side character evolution development there. It, it's, I can't it's, remember any of your side characters. You just said that his group <laughs> rallies a bunch of <laughs> lovers together. Yeah, like You didn't want to drop a name. You didn't right. drop any idea of who they are. Because they're not that... Yes, yeah, so, um, doesn't matter. They're, it, it can NPCs, be the they're going to die. They're all going to mm. die, basically. That's, <laughs> so, okay. that's what you know. That's what you know. At least mine has Coop as well. Don't Where's Coop, Coop and yours? Why do I need Coop just, and everything? Of course you I need got, Coop. I, just to make a note of this, Ross Hobson. Andy Henry mm. is kicking off that I haven't used <laughs> a character from the original movie. Andy, nine-tenths <laughs> nine of your sequel pitches have Different brand episodes. new cast. Different episodes. <laughs> different episodes. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, I didn't use Coop. It's, uh, it's different when the shoe's on the other Coop foot. Yeah, yeah, the resistance clan. There you go. He stood there with Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark as like the awkward third wheel. Um, but like little things that you miss in the first movie. Coop doesn't like women and then he marries one. You make no reference. I love that she's like, you know, she's a werewolf, but... You you didn't do that with the intent of he doesn't like the women. That would have been clever. Things like that would have maybe go. Ah, you really thought <laughs> this through. Like I didn't. I the reason that mine is the better sequel is because the first one doesn't necessarily need a sequel. Where would you get the sequel from? He was pulling at all sorts of crazy shit like the government and science. Like as if we hadn't seen that before. If you've seen mine before, you've seen his before. Um, mine is exciting. Mine's international. Like. Mine's gonna get that reach and the the money. Like we're here to make money. We're not here to just make a fun. Film. Yeah, yours is not a B movie. No, it's not a B movie. Mine's a <laughs> bloody. <laughs> mine's a film of <laughs> the year. See. Yours is something that people pick out the bargain bin for two quid and be like, oh, they made a second one. That's what they one. did with oh, Dog Soldiers, why? and that's what you need. Matt's is not a sequel because it doesn't it doesn't tie Matt's, into the first one mine at absolutely all. Ties Regardless in with of the news or anything, you've news just got ties in the first Yours one. is basically a sequel to Twilight. The news report ties in the first <laughs> one to the second no, one. Nah, I don't like. Where's all your weapons come of? You say they've got like non-alien tech, well, no, but it's alien not, tech it's so non-alien tech because I use XCOM, like, which is an alien game. I was using it as reference. But uh, isn't they've all got the Elon Musk in America. Werewolves. Of course they've got crazy weapons. Yeah, but aren't everyone... Isn't <laughs> only in England. Werewolves? So who's... Yeah, the, only in Britain. Only in England. They haven't got overseas. All oh, right, and does, does it... Do, does the world know about... Probably. England being full of werewolves? <laughs> <laughs> they just don't yeah, do they anything. put big <laughs> they put big fences up like Joe there's Biden's a big like, like electrified <laughs> fence that Elon Musk <laughs> built fences. around Great Britain. I love it. So we've got we've uh, most of the population are werewolves and we're still somehow building science guns. No, no, no. Guns, the science guns come from America. The science guns come with them from America. Hence oh, why they're in America. Rather than actually helping out, because they go in there with advanced weaponry. Try and weaponry. pick up the survivors. And then no, no, no. They're not going to like, like, kill survivors. That's very hum- inhumane. They're there to help them <laughs> restore humanity to England and Britain. Yeah, but they could come but along. The Liberal and just be like, Democrats. Well, we'll they're here to restore England humanity to England. Okay, they're slightly extreme <laughs> in the way they're doing it. They're definitely woke as hell, yeah. but they're at least doing something. <laughs> <laughs> not like you who just basically reminds I, I, us all I, how I, shit our government is by turning us all into werewolves because that's yeah. how we're going to survive the winter with that's our right. thick woolen coats 
<laughs> it's very nice. That's their plan all along, down right. <laughs> mine, mine, mine is a good sequel because it follows on the stories from the first, regardless of whether like the main characters are in it or not. In this episode, it definitely matters. Um, in the other ones, it doesn't. Um, but I, I carry on the actual story of the actual werewolves. Likened, you could just be like, is, is this a Twilight, an underworld sequel? I don't know what's going on. None of Matt's characters, I can already tell, are going to actually be likable. He's just stunt casted. And where's where's the howling commanders been surviving? This whole time? They've never they, had people with advanced over? weapons before. <laughs> I've seen Matt's movie loads. It's fine. I'll watch Predator and actually have a better time. <laughs> I've seen Andy's movie right. and by far preferred the original and thought, why the fuck did they make a sequel? <laughs> 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 Matt, your background is obviously blurry and you just kind of raised your fist, but it looked like you gave me the oh, finger. Right <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is actually really hard. It's not. It's hard for all it's the wrong not. reasons, it, right? It, it, <laughs> right. So, yeah, it is. Did I, did I mention um, my end line as well? You did no, go for it. Like... Fight. Where's his end line? House of Commons oh, is wait, about no, to become the House of Pain. Oh, Sorry. yeah, yeah, that's... Cut <laughs> to black. Yeah, oh, yeah, because yes. you could see the House of Commons from Can you Wales. you imagine what the third one's going to be? You're not even going to look into yeah. the yeah. fucking yeah, mess that, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At night, it's, it's, he's got the moonlight, obviously, so it's beaming directly down on Parliament. <laughs> Just on a hill. Just on a hill. <laughs> on a hill, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't know. It's, it's made by some Welsh people. They don't know where London is. Okay, look, <laughs> Andy, I like yours because you do continue on the story of Coop. However, and I, I do like the whole like little little holiday camp. It has got some tropes of like you know the uh, a horror movie, you know, in a sort of holiday camp and people are dying and stuff. However, your story is a bit confusing. What with like the wife. I don't get it. The spinning top in Inception doesn't end and everyone says it's a masterpiece. And my, I just don't explain my character as much and everyone's like, that's not good. No, not no. Good. Yeah, I, I like you said, like... I really, yeah. You're... Fuck Inception. Yeah. <laughs> One out of five film. <laughs> Matt, I like that you continue... Uh, you go a different direction with it. You you make it a little bit more global. Uh, it's not a, it's not an insular movie in just one area. It's more... Uh, you give it more gravitas, I guess. Having none of the original cast is that going to affect uh, affect a sequel of the movie? Um, <laughs> I fucked up there. Um, but you have, but you have got some. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, this is so fucking hard. Okay, I'm sorry. To Andy, yes! but it has to be Matt. We're going global, baby. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're right. He is. He's. He's pushed all the fucking cast into his movie <laughs> to make it fucking a success. This is going to cost more than fucking uh, Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> I literally paid fifteen pounds for an adult ticket to view just to see fucking Rock, Kevin Hart, fucking it's like ten of them. Yeah, <laughs> Kit Harrington, oh. Emilia Clarke. Fucking Chris mm. Evans all in a Smashed fucking movie together. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> to see how much they butchered a, an original sequel. Uh, if you had, if you, uh, if you just had a little of a change of story, 
Andy, I would have... the wolf heart, yeah, I would have, which will be explained in the third film. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's not this one. You had a, you were very close to winning it, but then I was like, oh... I should have said what I said at the end. I knew, as I said, like what will get you in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, yeah. obviously the Mate, fucking I owe you one. Kevin Hart I owe you one and all the Matt's casting will get him in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Andy, you were very, very close to winning as well. Like, I, I liked <laughs> I liked the ridiculous nature of your one as well. Like, it was funny. I actually quite like the idea of the werewolf retreat. Oh, God. I like, you, I like, you're too close to that. How long have you been a werewolf? I've been a werewolf for five years. How many people have like you killed? Meeting, yeah, they all sit in the same. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you think I made the right decision, please feel free to tweet us, Instagram us, message us, email us. And if you would like to be an honorary pitch pal, then please visit our Patreon. You can subscribe and have... Your name in lights in my room, <laughs> not anywhere else. That sounds weird. That sounds creepy. Um, just, yeah, become an honorary pitch pal. And if you like this podcast, and it, and that it, would be it will help us awesome. Hey. That would be. All right. You're really making a <laughs> dog's dinner of that now. Come on. That was shit. <laughs> so, yeah, please subscribe, review our show spread the word of mouth say when you're at the at having a coffee at work go hey have you heard about this awesome podcast and then get someone to download it and listen that's the only way we can grow but yeah thank you so much for joining us but matt we need to know what well, we're doing next episode so please enlighten us with what we're what movie we're going to do next having been inspired by the howling commandos one of Marvel's OG squads. I have decided, well, we have decided we're going to stick with the Marvel franchise and we're going to go down a slightly different route, a slightly sentimental route in some ways, perhaps, as we pitch sequels next episode to Black Panther ahead of Wakanda forever. Nice. That Tough will one. be a nice change of pace, I think. Cool. So please join us next episode for that. And all there's left to say is goodbye. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from the runner-up Andy with his werewolf summer camp in Wales with alligators. I can see Parliament from our window. (laughs) It's goodbye from Andy. Bye. And it's goodbye from this week's winner, his bloated celebrity cast movie, (laughs) Dog Soldiers. Say goodbye, Matthew. Oh, winner. Goodbye. (laughs) So, yeah, see you later. Bye. Bye.